Welcome to the Tossing Clubs Podcast. Next on the tee, your hosts, Frank Jang, Zach Moses, and Aaron Tan. Yo, what is up, everyone? This is another episode of Tossing Clubs. This is Frank. I'm joined by Zach. Unfortunately, Aaron has COVID, so he's not going to be joining us today. Uh, second time he's had COVID. Zach, have you ever gotten the Rona? I have not. I've been pretty fortunate so far. So fingers crossed I do not get it. Does not sound great. Uh, did you know that only 11% of the world population has not caught the Rona yet? Really? Wow. So I'm in that top 11%. No, no, I just made that up. <laughs> I just made that up. But if someone said that, I would. I think that seems very, very low. I, I feel like probably, I don't know. If I had a guess, probably like 50% of the world has not gotten Rona yet. But I don't know. I want to make you feel good. I don't know. Bit. I feel like everyone I know has it. Has really? had it. Really? Like so many people have. True. And some people have gotten it twice. At least one. I don't know. Well, but... I will say though, Zach, just want to hype you up because, you know, this is, we're coming towards the end of the year. And I think for you, right, you're not much of a guy who wants to shop around or, you know, you don't really express your goals that often. But, you know, how about let's do a wish list, all right, for this episode? A wish list not only on gear, but, you know, maybe something about your swing, maybe something you want to do that's golf related, like go to a tournament. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe some course you want to go to. So, Zach, you know, let's start off with, uh, let's start off with gear, right? I think, it, you know, it's Black Friday or it, Black Friday just happened. Christmas is coming up. In terms of gear, I know you're not a guy who loves to ball out on, you know, golf gear. But if there was one thing on top of your wish list, what would it be? I do like gear. I don't buy it as often as others, but I, th- I mean, you know, it's crazy. Like I'm still, I'm still playing the Titleist AP2s from like 2008 or something crazy. And I just like won't replace them because I still love them. But that's like top of mind. And I think if there's any like one piece of equipment in my bag that I could probably use some new new sticks it would be like the irons and so i know titleist hasn't yet announced what their irons are going to look like for next year um i think they're like the newest brand like t100s for example came out pretty recent like middle of this year of 2022 and so maybe they don't have like a big update coming i know they have the new tsr drivers out which look sick uh but i'm all about titleist and i could if i got one item on the list my wish list for this year it would definitely be new irons Okay, so you mentioned that you're all team Tylus. What's your putter? Scotty Cameron. It's the uh, Newport two, Newport two from oh man, uh, also around two thousand seven or eight. Haven't changed it. Probably never will. But it's it's probably my favorite club in the bag. Old Scotty Cameron got it because I was inspired by Tiger Woods, as many many people do. And is that Tiger's putter? Uh, it, it's very similar, different grip. He's got that, like, what, old-school pin grip or something? Well, you've even got compliments. They don't make them like those anymore, but 
every year those Scotty Newport 2s, there's like some small changes to it, but every year they look great. Uh, what are your wedges? <laughs> the Vokies, but I'm trying to remember which year it was. Uh, I think I have two SM7s and an SM8 Vokey wedges, 60, 56, and 52. Uh, and then just moving down the bag, we got the AP2 No, 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 irons. hold up, hold up. Okay. Hold up. Does it bother you that your wedges are mismatched? There's a little part of me that does, but also, like, no, not really. I feel like, have you ever looked at, like, pro- professionals' bags? I feel like there's always that one club that's, like, slightly off. It's, like, a different brand or, like, different, like, it's bent differently or something. Um, like, for example, um, the uh, Cameron Smith. Uh, he plays all Tidos clubs except for, like, a random three iron. That's a Mizuno club. And he has like two three irons in his bag, but that random three iron from Mizuno, I think, is bent differently. So he probably plays it as like a, a two iron or a driving iron or something. But oh. there's a lot of pros that have like one club that's like a little odd or like an old club that they just love and will never change. Because like obviously all the big time manufacturers want them to, you know, play the newest stuff. But um, like Tiger, for example, he had that ping grip for the longest time. Like that was his little thing. So for me, it's like it's the SM8, my 56 degree wedge. That you actually gifted me. It's got some markings on the on the club. That's like my, my one different club from the rest of the bag that I, I I love and I I'll keep in there. No issue with it. Love it, love it. All right, and then you know you've already mentioned your AP twos. Uh, what about your woods? All right, I mean your wood. It's the M four from TaylorMade, right? M four or M five? Uh, M five. M five from TaylorMade. The three wood, and then then I've got the. Uh, the Sim uh, Sim Two Hybrid, a uh, four iron hybrid, and then driver got this the latest Stealth, which I'm finally hitting pretty well. So I think I'm gonna keep that one in the bag, even though those new Titleist drivers do look very yeah. nice. Uh, wow. So overall, I would say your bag it seems very well organized. Your metals are all tailor made. Your irons and below are all Titleist. You know, you probably play a Titleist ball, right? Usually. Whatever I find in my bag. <laughs> wow. I, I'm i so surprised. You know, for someone that's single handicap, I would think you would use the same ball every time. I play a lot of Titleist, but I, I don't. I kind of like the new tailor-made balls with the little designs on them. Actually, my last round, when we played uh, last week, I played a Callaway with those three, um, like that triple shot line thing on the side. Mm. And that was, it's nice. Those Callaway balls are soft. So maybe <laughs> on top of your wish list too is some Callaway golf balls. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, uh, okay, nice, nice for me. Uh, I'll start from the driver down. I, and I'll start that way because that's on top of my wish list. I want a new driver. I'm not going to lie. I want a new driver. I'm finally willing to admit it. I have one of those, uh, tailor made rocket balls that I actually won from a golf charity event from a raffle. Uh, and then that might have been my gateway club into this whole golfing thing. Because I remember when I got it the night that I got it, I even though I played 18, I went to the driving range and just hit it and I probably scratched it. But uh, it was just like, oh my God, I have a real club now. Um, I feel like I'm hitting it more decent now. And so I would love to look into the Tylus TSR series. Like I, I don't... Ooh. You know, I think everyone is like, oh, tailor-made for the metals. But hey, those TSRs, they look sleek and nice. How about Callaway? Have you considered? I feel like those are the easiest to hit. 
Not to say anything about uh, your game, but that's a fucking <laughs> slight, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. They're nice, man. I've been hitting them at five iron and um that new new Callaway driver is pretty the 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 sweet spot on the face. It's just like the entire face. Yeah, that's such a back backhanded comment. Anyways, yes. <laughs> I have So I'll take that as a no. No, no, no. I if I did, I would do Callaway pre owned. I, I don't know. I feel like I might want to do a fitting. I don't know. Would you recommend that as someone who has done a fitting for a driver? Would you recommend it? Oh yeah, you should def- definitely do a fitting. You're you're definitely at the level of play where, um, your I mean your swing can always get a little bit better here and there, but like, you hit the ball well enough that you should be getting a club that fits your game and your swing style and your height and everything. So, I'd uh yeah go get a fitting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh yeah, so I have that on top of my wish list. A new driver. Um, definitely some deals out there right now, which we could go into later, but. Yeah, I, I sort of do want to splurge a little bit for myself and get fitting. Uh, my woods on Callaway pre-owned. I got a three wood from the um, the Maverick series, and I got five wood uh, from the Epic Flash series. Uh, to- two totally different loss. I don't know if this was a good move or a bad move, but the three wood is stiff. It's pretty stiff. And then the five wood is regular flex. And I don't remember any day where I've hit both of those well, like together. It's always like, oh, I'm hitting the three wood well, or oh, I'm hitting the five wood well, but never both at once. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> Dude, you need, a new, you, you need to keep those consistent so that you're, because you, you're, ideally you're swinging the same way, right, with all your clubs, and so they're uh, fitted for how you hit the ball. I mean, yeah, if you have a stiff one and a regular one, then one if you swing really hard, stiff one's going to be great, regular's going to bend, and you're going to slice it somewhere. So... Maybe that should be top of your wish list as well as <laughs> to get one of those uh, a new flex on your on your shaft. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah, I think my metals uh, they could use a refresh. I mean, I got them on pre-owned, so they're not too expensive. So I'm not. It does the sum cost isn't too bad. Um, and now I got the Strixon ZX5 irons, which are actually on sale right now. Uh, 20, 20 to thirty percent off, I think, um, and. Dude, I love them. I think my misses have definitely gotten a lot better. I would obviously love to get fitted for them, but you know, I'm not going to splurge on that just yet. I might, you know, maybe next year do a fitting just to have them bent differently or extend the shaft if that's possible. Uh, but I'll do that when I get better. My wedges, dude. I have two Mac Daddies from Callaway and one Vokey, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'll be honest, dude. I don't like it. I think the shafts are different from all for all three of those too. So it's like I'll be full... honest. Your your bag sounds like a mess. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you it works for you. Like you're used to all your clubs now. But I think having different shafts, like different stiffness levels across the board, which it sounds like, not just in the woods, but in the irons and wedges as well probably a little bit detrimental to your golf game <laughs> you might be able to save a couple strokes here and there with a little bit more consistency but but hey i mean it's also a mental game and if you love your clubs you love your clubs true true yeah i think i remember when i first got the Vokey, it was uh like a pre-owned Vokey, really good condition um dude, i couldn't hit it at all you know but now i think i'm used to it uh but yeah i definitely feel my on top of my to-do list is to get 
the right shaft for every single club because yeah it sort of sucks feeling like every takeaway is different you know would you uh get a third mac daddy or like replace the two daddies with the vokies bro i'm getting vokies dude (laughs) you love that marketing (laughs) i do you know it's weird i think the Voki, the club head is actually smaller than Mac Daddy. Like that is, I, I'm pretty sure objectively that's a thing, and so I definitely feel I hit my Mac Daddy's better. But hey, dude, Voki's a Voki man. Like it just it's comes off smaller nice. targets, smaller misses, right? Get that Voki. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm thinking about when I improve. What am I gonna hit? So there's that. And my putter is like you said, it's a Sky Cameron. It's one of those mallet ones. It's actually really heavy. So. I'm not saying I'm going to get a new putter, but just in my mind, I'm like, I don't know why my putter is so heavy. When I try everyone else's putter, it's like, oh, maybe I would have more feel if I, uh, you know, had like a blade or even the Spider from TaylorMade. Those are super light. The Callaway Odysseys, they're super light. Anyways, no complaints about my putter. Um, But in terms of balls, though, man, I'm I'm stocking up on the Strixon zx's dude they're 35 bucks right now premium balls wow. 35 bucks for a dozen uh i got myself a few boxes and dude ever since you've gifted me them i like them a lot i like it did you get yellow balls or white balls now nah, i'm going white balls now dude i, I think oh, yellow right. balls, Le- leveling up yeah i next year's new year new me dude <laughs> Uh, I got a question. I ran into an old buddy of mine this past weekend, and he's trying to pick up golf. And he's asking for club recommendations. You guys are single-digit handicaps. You're avid players. What do you think I should tell him? Dude, has he heard of Robin Golf? Oh, yeah, man. Robin Golf, huge fan. They make great clubs for beginners and those looking to improve their game. Honestly, most discount starter sets suck. Robin is high quality, better technology, and uses the same materials as the top of the line brands, but at an affordable price. And they're really easy to hit. The sweet spot is huge. They make great cavity back irons. They have adjustable drivers, everything you need in a starter set package. Yeah, and they offer men's, women's, and juniors clubs, which all come in this super sick looking matte black color. They come in 13 club sets or a nine club set if you just want the essentials. Bag and head covers are included. You should definitely have your buddy check them out. Free shipping and free returns if he wants them and a lifetime guarantee. Ooh, okay. This was supposed to be for him, but you got me interested. Robin Golf, I like it. Hit that link in this podcast episode's description for all the juicy details. I like it. Robin Golf, 15% off. Use the code TOSSINGCLUBS. Check check the bio for uh, some more details. All right, so that's, you know, we talked about our gear. How about a course that you want to play, Zach? I really want to play, so like, I mean, there's plenty of courses I want to play out there, right? Everyone wants to play Augusta. Everyone wants to play Cypress. What's a realistic course that I could play in 2023 that's like also pretty nearby? Is, uh, Say Del Monte. I do want to play Del Monte oh, again damn. really badly. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably top of the list, but I've played that course before. So I'm going to go with a new course and Pasa Tiempo, Santa Cruz nearby i'm like an hour away from there right now uh affordable always ranked in the top 100 courses um looks beautiful like yeah i think it's one of those courses where you can just be like hey i want a tea time this weekend and probably find one it's not like a huge issue and so let's do it let's play pasta tiempo absolutely 
Uh, question: If it was your birthday, would you rather play Yocha Dehe or Pasa Tiempo? Oh, Pasa Tiempo. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, Yocha Dehe, Dehe, bro. It's Dehe. Um, sounds it sounds beautiful. It sounds nice, but Pasa Tiempo has got that history. It's uh, it's hosted some professional tournaments, right? Oh, I don't know. I I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has because I recall seeing that par four with that fairway bunker right in the middle. Um, I think that's probably their signature hole. Yeah, that looks amazing. Uh, for me, Zach, I want, I do want to play Del Monte. I, wow. I need you to hype me up about. It. I've seen videos about Del Monte. You know those vlog, golfer vlogs, and it looks playable. Is that right? Is it a tough? Oh, course? it's very playable. Okay. Here's the thing about Del Monte and why I love Del Monte so much. Um, not only is it the oldest course west of the Mississippi, oh my God. but it's one of the best. Like, so it's what people don't really realize is it's under the Pebble Beach brand. And everyone thinks of like Pebble Beach, Spyglass Hill, Poppy Hills. Del Monte is that other course that falls under the, the brand. And because of that, the quality of the course needs to be pretty high because of that that brand they don't want a, a crappy course at del monte and so you have a very playable course in monterey uh that you can score on i've, I've broken 80 there plenty of times because it's like a, a friendly course it's not too long uh wide fairways nothing too tricky it's like very fun to play but then the quality of it, the conditions are as nice as some of those other courses that you've heard of, like the spy glasses, the poppy hills. And you can play for under $100. Like if you play during a weekday, it's under $100. I don't know if there's a better deal in golf than Del Monte Golf Course. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm not, I'm actually being pretty serious. It's like an incredible course. Um, I, I I mean I basically was born there, grew up on that golf course. <laughs> Del Monte raised okay, me. <laughs> so I've never played, but one of the reasons I do want to play is because Zach is such a hype man for it. He is saying Del Monte or Buzz every time. You know, he's like, you know, we should go Monterey. We shouldn't play Pebble or we shouldn't play Pacific Grove. You know, we should play Del Monte. That's like the ultimate, you know, balance of great conditions, great layout, great um a great time with price right so uh, a couple of questions yeah i mean you could play you could play del monte 10 times for the price of pebble beach and is that you would rather do that right you'd rather play del monte 10 times than play pebble once well that's a tough question uh <laughs> if i'd never played pebble before i would say pebble beach I th I th okay I yeah think, and that's why i ask because you have yeah. played twice um they're both, I mean, obviously both awesome courses. I mean, people listening to this podcast, if you had to choose one or the other, you're obviously picking Pebble Beach. It's Pebble Beach. But if you have time for another round in Monterey County, Del Monte is a nice spot. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's somewhere we definitely got to go to. Uh, a few questions about Del Monte, though, Zach. I just want to ask you, is the range grass or turf? Well, it's neither. It's, it, it doesn't, it have, doesn't a have a range. <laughs> oh my god! Um, it is funny, right? Because the uh, the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am that takes place down in in Monterey, it plays on Pebble Beach. It used to play on Del Monte for like a round, and uh, oh. they replaced it. Um, 
this was like many years ago. Now, now I f- that what they play like what Spyglass and and Poppy, right? And Poppy, or okay. Uh, or it might be it's between it, Poppy and Monterey, but yeah, okay. definitely Spyglass is on there. Yeah, I think they've like switched around a little bit, but Del Monte used to be on on the list, and you'd basically do your driving range like. 20 minutes away like in pebble beach and then you get like shuttled over to play domani uh the nice thing is the course is not super difficult and the first tour first hole is inviting so it's like yeah you could probably skip your range but that is one of the downsides like it's, it's not like a private course you're not like buying a membership to be there so it's like a practice area is it's not necessary um course is great wish it had a driving range there's just not enough enough space where it is located mm. okay okay we could good to know all right expectations have I, been... I i can i can feel the uh like you're very disappointed right now i can tell i just think every fine establishment of a golf course should have a driving range all right all right zach cool cool we talked about gear we talked about course you want to play how about something with your swing? What's the, I think this is probably the mo- most important, right? Like if there is something that you could just achieve with your swing right now, that would probably help you the most with your golf game. You know, it's, I wish I had a better answer, like a more technical answer about something that I wanted to change, but I feel like the swing's in a decent spot where that if I have confidence over the swing, I can pull off the shot. And my issue is always like the round feels too big or like there's water on the right and like, so it's it's still mental for me, you know, and so why does the why does the round feel big? We're not playing for we're not even playing for money. I mean, we've played some nice courses this year. Like <laughs> stepping onto the first tee at Bethpage Black, you're gonna say you didn't feel something. Like I definitely felt something. Okay, and like obviously at yeah yeah like shit muni courses, like I don't feel that. But I'm just saying, I want like fully confident golf shots higher percentage of the time i want to step onto a course like beth page black and be like i'm gonna nail this first tee shot down the middle and that's not always there right now okay is that that's mostly with the driver right and i think you have made very significant improvements with your driver at least from the last time we played yeah no it's a lot better for sure but i think up and down the bag there's still like little things where it's not not fully there like i'm still missing greens with wedges and and stuff like that and obviously nobody's perfect but i think that's the biggest the key to my game is confidence over the ball it's key to anyone's game i feel like and so there's one thing on my wish list it's just to approach every shot with the the right mental headspace you know, I hate to be a copycat, but mine is something similar to that. I thought I was going to say, oh, man, yeah, I wish I could just hit the ball straighter or, like, I don't know, no three putts or something. But after hearing about what you said, it basically made me realize I need to not be afraid to go low for, for myself, right? I'm not, I'm not Ooh, talking about, like, baby. like, 70s. I need to be comfortable you know, shooting like a 42 or a 43 in in the front nine and just continuing with that. I need to be comfortable that I need to be comfortable with birdies. So you remember we played nine holes, right? And on that par four, it was like a 10 foot birdie. And part of me felt that I needed to make it because I don't have this opportunity that often. And so I smashed it past the hole. 
I can't I can't be making those silly mistakes, right? Yeah. So actually, I mean, like I should be confident over the putt. Like having the ability to go low and feeling comfortable when you're playing really well is like an entire. It's like that's a skill. It's it, it's a tough thing to do. There's actually a golf study uh, that I was chatting about a couple weeks ago with my stepdad, where they were basically measuring your likelihood to uh, make a par or like how your score would be after making birdies or after making bogeys and essentially people who made birdies after you made a birdie you're less likely to make another birdie because you're just trying to salvage like what you had you're starting to kind of like maintain and so people start playing safer and they actually make more mistakes they like don't keep their foot on the gas and they'll make like a par or a bogey it's like hard to go birdie birdie as like an amateur golfer but when people made a par or bogey a lot easier for them to then go on and make a better score, make a birdie on the next shot because they're like, well, you know, I just made a bogey. Who cares? Let me just like turn it on and like shoot for a pin. And that's when they're like free, you know, they have more freedom over their shots and they're just swinging. That's when you start scoring. And so like the pros just have this uncanny ability to like separate hole to hole or shot to shot and just like turn it on all the time. And that's part of the reason they, they score so well. I need some of that energy because there have been times when the drive goes well and I'm 100 yards out and I can't hit the green. And in my mind, it's because, oh my God, I don't have 100 yards into a par four that often. I need to, you know, make a birdie or a par. And yeah, I've, like, I think I told you at Bethpage, I was like, dude, I think part of me is, I'm afraid to go low, you know? And I, yeah, that's on top of my wish list. So it's just, uh, you know, some people have said, you should try playing like the forward tees because you're going to be put in those, you know, really short positions, scoring positions all the time. And uh, it's just going to make you more comfortable with it. Yeah. You're always more comfortable when you've been there before, when you've done something right. They always talk about playoff experience for professionals. Like how many times have they been in the playoffs? And it's like hard to win that first time around. And it definitely applies to golf where, yeah, if you, haven't had back-to-back birdies before the first time you do it it's probably gonna feel very difficult it's gonna make you nervous when you're over that putt so i think it's just like more more at bats just doing it more often absolutely hey i have to ask have you ever played from the forward tees though dude i not as a kid like obviously i I can't remember the last time i played the forward tees but um But hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Something I was reading about, they should actually rebrand tees in golf. Like we always think of the forward tees as the ladies tees. It should really be, what are you scoring on the golf course? And so if you break 80, you can play the backs. If you break 90, you can play the, I don't know, whites or blues or whatever. And if you can't break like 120, then go play the forwards. doesn't matter what gender you are. I kind of like that. Oh, I agree. I, I, I'm on board with that. Yeah, the lady sees that's so, uh, that's not right. Because, dude, some of the people out there, they need to be from the forward tees because they trash. Everybody plays tees, or not everybody. A majority of golfers play tees they shouldn't be playing. And that's part of the reason scores are so high is because egos. Yeah. People want to play blues because, oh, the pros play blues or blacks or whatever it is. Yeah and why the rounds are so long okay cool last thing on your wish list though zach and this is pretty cool um you know you watch golf tournaments probably more and more now because we're doing this podcast and you definitely watched tiger back then um but you know 
for most part, going to a golf tournament wasn't wasn't really something that you wanted to. I I I'd imagine that you would say would be on the top of your wish list, right? But now, next year coming up, there are, there are some really cool events in the Bay Area on the West Coast. Uh, some some events that are a little bit more uh, reachable and practical. So in terms of where you want to, like what event you want to um, attend, you know, what, what's on top of your list? How fun would it be to be in Scottsdale, Arizona in February, same weekend as the Super Bowl for the Waste Management Open at TPC Scottsdale? Probably the most fun tournament in all of golf depending on how you define fun, but it looks super fun on TV. And that's the, for those listening, that's the one where the people make the hole in ones on hole 16 and everyone throws the beer cans onto the, onto the course. Uh, it just looks like a blast. looks like a, a different style of tournament than a lot of other PGA tour events that are pretty serious, maybe a little bit uptight in certain circumstances. That's the top of the wish list for me is uh, that tournament in February. Okay, I got to ask, what's uh, preventing us from going to TBC Scottsdale? Legitimately nothing outside of everything's going to be so expensive because it's Super Bowl weekend. And just the amount, I feel like the amount of people that are going to be there for, I don't know, like that and a golf tournament. Like, can you imagine how many bachelor parties are going to be in Scottsdale that weekend? Maybe it could be mine. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you have to plan a bachelor party for your, you know, so. It's a little early for the wedding, but I mean, that would be a, a fun weekend. Yeah, that'd be incredible. And you, I'm, sh- I'm sure Scottsdale has plenty of courses that you can play to. I've read that uh, the Arizona area, it's a great place to play in the winter months because like the climate is more uh, moderate. Uh, during summer, obviously, you could get a little bit hot, but there definitely, there definitely is no shortage of golf courses there in Arizona. Um, for me, though, Zach, how about I, I gotta go with the LPGA again? They like to have their U.S. Opens in California, so we went to you know Olympic Club. How about Pebble Beach, man? I've only walked on Pebble Beach, and I've seen other people hit shots. And that's not going to change if I go to the U.S. Open. But at least I'll be seeing professionals hitting those shots, you know. And you, as someone who has played this crazy course, can follow someone and just say, oh, man, this is how you shoot five under at Pebble Beach, right? How sick would that be? Super sick. I mean, it's so fun. It's such a nice course to walk around right on the beach there. You can go sit at like hole seven for an hour and just watch people throw wedges onto the seventh green. We have tickets next, what is it, June? Uh, I'm super pumped, pumped, pumped to yeah. go. Yeah, and hole 18, uh, you know, I've taken my parents there. I was just like, oh my God, look how beautiful this is. Like this is, <laughs> like aesthetically, it's undeniable. It's one of the most beautiful places on earth. And arguably, it's right next to the best beach on earth. Isn't that right, Zach? Carmel Beach. Carmel Beach, which is the beach that you can see from hole like nine and 10. It's a great beach. Everyone should go. Nice white sand. One of the one of the few <laughs> white, white sand, sand. One of the few white sand beaches uh, in California. Oh man, yeah. So that's uh, that'd be sick. And hey, if anyone else is, wants to go to the U.S. Open next year, let us know. We are definitely down to hang out because uh, it's gonna be a great time. Uh, man, Zach, how many of these items on our wish list will we actually get? I think we'll get. I think we'll get quite a few. Like uh, we're gonna go to the U.S. Open next year for the ladies, and 
We'll probably we're gonna play Domani. I think we'll play Domani next year. We're probably gonna play Domani. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna buy myself a driver once uh, for my birthday next year. I'm just gonna make myself that promise. Yeah, dude, your driver's coming along, dude. You're gonna be like, you're gonna be under five next year. I I can guarantee you, you're gonna be under five. You you hit the ball so crazy, so well. I remember at Berkeley Country Club, there was that par four. Maybe it was like the fourth hole. You, you know, you basically hit the ball past where the fairway ends, and then you flipped a wedge like a few feet right next to the hole. Do you remember that that uh, hole? Yeah, that's a good hole. Um, the last couple rounds have been nice. There's been a, a couple small swing changes that I've made, and it's been paying off with the driver. So, I uh, it's a bummer. It's winter right now, and not playing as often. But I'm I'm pretty excited to to get out there and lower the handicap for next year yeah and what you shoot on the nine holes at karika north uh i think like a 39 i had that double on the par five second when i had a four iron into the green and hit it in a bunker and then left it in a bunker and then shanked it out of a bunker so, <laughs> that's what i should change for next year is Dude, my bunker i remember game. we were i think it was beth page and then you sent a text to all of us say oh dude i got the bunker figured out dog like <laughs> i thought i did i had a bunker i had a lesson that was only bunker we spent like 45 minutes on bunker and like different plays different clubs <laughs> and i was like puring it out of a bunker like i couldn't miss and then i immediately stepped onto beth page which has like maybe the most like buckets of sand per capita of course or whatever anywhere and (laughs) just got like destroyed oh man yeah but anyways my point is yeah i remember at the end of the round you're like dude this can't be right i shot at 39 and it's like dude yeah didn't you have that hole that where you like were stuck in that bunker because i remember that that was hole number two and it's like damn yeah you're not even trying and you're shooting at 39 so Dude, you're going to be single digits, like low single digits, and that's exciting. So I think you're going to hit that next year. So hopefully we get a lot of things checked off our wish list. Uh, Awesome. And with that, we are signing off. All right. Thanks, everyone.